Check. Check. Okay. Um, I guess I'm recording now, so I guess this is it, man. So today Whoa. is a very special day of sessions. Uh, I'm going to turn this podcast into a daycare. So You I, could probably guess what he means by that. Yeah, so introduce yourself, buddy. My name is Mason John Turnbull. It's, he is from the Turnbull family. <laughs> from the clan. <laughs> he is one of my progeny. Um, I love my dad and my mom so much. They're my number ones. I'm not paying you, dude. Stop. <laughs> so I, I have my son and my daughter here. She's uh, the one tattooing right now. Yeah, they're going to switch, but I'm getting tattooed by them today. So you, so this might be a very me-heavy podcast in terms of who's talking. Um, so therefore, it could be the worst episode we do. <laughs> um, but I'm going to interview my kids while they tattoo yeah. me. Ooh, it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, I love Mario. I, we have questions we're going to ask them. We we actually fielded Yay. some questions from listeners prior to this. So, um, from the podcast listens. Yeah, they're anonymous of the podcast. Um, but so I'm getting tattooed by Abby first. She'll she'll come on afterwards. I don't I don't want to uh, emburden them with both talking and tattooing. That seems like too much. Yeah. So she's yeah. doing a custom design she drew, and also signed. It's an Among Us. It is an Among Us character. So uh, that's going to be on me forever. So hopefully that game um, does not do anything racist. And so so she goes first. And then um, I ask Mason some questions. And I see if I can tolerate both talking and getting tattooed uh, by an amateur with a large needle grouping. (laughs) Great. uh, Yeah, I'll also have to be guiding her through this process. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. So I, this is this might be all over the place. Um, uh, Abby, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So I can hear her. So this is good. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear her. She's she'll be off mic, but she'll be the the distant voice in the in, in the uh, ether. Oh, Mason. Yeah. How old are you? I am ten years old. Ten a. Okay. <laughs> no, just ten. Just ten. Um, I'm ten years old, and I'm turning eleven this year. Describe yourself. What do you look like? I look like a mini Scott Kaufman. <laughs> Scott Kaufman? Coffin. Scott Coffin. You're saying coffin. Jeez. I have no idea what you're saying. Scott Coffin. Scott. T-H. Okay. Not, <laughs> not coffin. Not something you... I don't know who this is. You have to remember. It's the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, if anyone knows that game. I'm sure some people do. Um... You you might be shooting underneath a lot of my listeners here. I'll be honest, they're they're old. They are old, like tw- this game. Twenty five. The, the first game came out in twenty fourteen. Okay, so, so do me a favor. People might know this because of their kids. These these podcasts are about an hour and a half long. I want you to spend the entire thing describing Five Nights at Freddy's from top to bottom. Go. Uh, <laughs> don't do don't do that. Be- Okay, so let's let's uh, let's guide Abby here. Let's get her started, and then um, she's going to. You're going to get us copyright struck with these Mario sounds. I'm sorry. We're 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 getting sued. Sued. What about Fun Nights at Freddy's? We're getting sued for that too. No, nobody cares about that. Oh. Um, Abby. All right. You look nervous. Are you nervous? She is. She does. She looks nervous. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so um, we're going to begin. I don't know how much tattoo vernacular. You're excited? Okay, good. Well, I I need to adjust. I'm like doing a sit-up throughout this entire podcast, which I can. Sit I want up. the listeners to know I can do it for the whole hour. I don't care. Can you can you see the canvas? 
the uh, Mason, don't just make random sounds. That's that's very Howard Stern. We're above that. That's that's who's that's, Howard Stern? That's AM radio DJ stuff. I'm only. <laughs> you can see it. Okay, so you're gonna pick up the the tattoo stick, that tube, tattoo tube. Grab it. Oh wait, 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 wait. Get you some gloves. These are gonna be very baggy on you. You think you're gonna be able to handle that? All right. She's gloving up. And they are fitting, very opposite of their name. <laughs> Mason, are you gonna drink water on Mike? <laughs> okay. Um, Sorry, listeners, if that irritates you. It's a bit gulpy. <laughs> it's called ASMR. It's actually a huge part of YouTube, but we're not doing that either. We're not on YouTube right now, so no, we won't be doing no, YouTube. All right, you're gloved up. Wait. Excellent. Thank you for reminding me of YouTube. I have something to announce. What are you announcing? If you haven't already, please check out the Mason versus Tyler YouTube channel. Trust me, it's a real thing. Oh, are we plugging that? Me and my dad. Mason, that's like videos. that's like seven years old. I don't care. It, it's a literal graveyard of content. Uh, maybe you haven't checked the subscribers. List. Do we have subscribers? There's a lot on there. Oh my god! I checked one. I day didn't know. It was a lot. Okay. Uh, so we're may- letting our subscribers down by not posting more videos. That's what I do, though. I I, I develop small subscriber bases and abandon them completely. You are so. Hey, you got you guys. Oh be careful. God. You're subscribers of me too. <laughs> I might go get cigarettes and never come back. You are very betrayed. <laughs> Mommy already what? did that, but Mom. she did come back. She well, <laughs> still. She, Mommy gets cigarettes every day and always comes back. But I will. I do hold my breath. I'm waiting on the day. Don't she, she's going to do it. What? Are you saying she's going to get lung cancer? No. She's statistically more likely to leave me. Very small statistical chances <laughs> she gets lung cancer. We already talked about divorce in the car. We did. We talked about divorce in the car. Y'all already said this wasn't going to happen, and I believe. And <laughs> I believe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, you're, I've already told your mom that it's, it's death or stay with me. Divorce isn't an option. Stop smoking. We're, uh, <laughs> not that kind of death. When are you going to stop though? Seriously. I don't, you're, I don't understand why you're still like, what was the word that you used? Addicted? Whenever you said that you were, um, what was the reason that you were smoking again? Because. You told us. Oh, the constant stresses of being alive. Yeah. Why do you have? being alive is the best thing ever (laughs) it's being alive is amazing um some people smoke because they are chemically addicted you know what that is uh you're addicted to the chemical yeah well done you you parsed it man there wasn't much (laughs) you did it uh yeah basically they they do it because it's cool or because um you i i don't know of any other instance where people start smoking other than just trying to be cool (laughs) if i'm honest mommy you're already you were already cool before you started smoking please yeah but objectively if if you believe hollywood she's cooler now (laughs) what you're right you're right okay so you got your gloves on all right pick up your kicking stick (laughs) kick up so you see the sharp part that goes down that goes in my leg the spiky part yeah spiky part goes in my leg Yep. So the spiky part down at the bottom, see that? Yeah. That'll go on my leg. So you're going to press the top button to turn it on. Do you need help? No. Here, give it to me. I'll turn it on. I can't believe that's not wired. That's so So fun. I have this set, Abby, to run very slow at five volts. Okay? That's so that way slow. you can take your time. You can make your lines as clean as you want. 
And like I said, when you're done with your first design, if you want to doodle, little extra doodles, I don't mind. You do what you want. But Daddy's, it's going to be on him forever. So be Yeah, careful. it's going to be there forever. Um, but Daddy's leg is a wasteland. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hand this to you. Don't touch the sharp part. All it does is, is stick. Now, you're going to dip in the black. Don't go all the way down. Don't go to the bottom. Just dip it enough to get some. There you go. You got some black. Now, you might want to put your other hand on my leg. Kind of brace it like a piece of paper. Oh, yeah, I do that. So, you see where the tip is? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to just put that to the design and slowly start drawing. Do you need to grab the machine a little, a little more down at the bottom? You're kind of holding it. Hold it like a pencil. Yeah, just don't hold the very bottom part. That's... Yeah, the tape's fine, just Hold not, on, not the bottom. The bottom, is that's the stabberator. You know how you um hold a pencil? Hold it like that. Well, she can't because that bottom part, that's the, it's called a cartridge. It'll pop out. Okay. You look nervous. You look more nervous than me. It's okay, baby. It's not going to look good. I need you to understand that. We're only kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if mine does look good? I'm good at drawing stick it. figures. It hasn't touched me yet that I'm aware of. Carefully trace the lines. Now, that is a tattoo. I can't see it. I'm going to take it in for a dime. You're going you're gonna to stand up? Make it, Mason's going off mic. All right, well, it's all. It's just me and you guys. Um, I heard my son. Between me and y'all, this hurts. No. You can, well, you have uh, the cans on. They're called headphones. They're called cans. It's industry stuff, man. We're in the industry now. No, we're not. We don't work at like a chocolate factory. Yeah, that's... We're not Willy Wonka. Good point. Abby's going. She looks laser focused. Mason, get on mic. I gotta ask you some questions. Finally, the good part. Sheesh, it took you forever. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> Can we skip to the good parts? First question. All right, hold on. There was, I guess there was one that was kind of a broad question for both of y'all, but I'll ask you both individually. These are totally anonymous questions that were sent in from people that uh, you do know, but I won't say. Okay, to totally anonymous, all right? Okay. First question. What do you guys think of mommy's friend, Amy? Totally I... anonymous questions, okay? Shut up. Let me talk. What is it? What do you think of her? I think she's a really nice lady, and I think I really like it whenever she comes over. Okay. You're awesome, Amy. No, it was anonymous. We don't even know if she listens. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know what it's like for the people on the podcast you're tattooing. Oh, man. I'm su honestly surprised that they can even talk at all. It's... Uh, exactly. Although, I mean, and being tattooed by a child is basically just railing the tube <laughs> into my skin. you can change my name. You're going to do your name? Is that what you said? Taste your name. <laughs> Trace. Taste. I can't even talk. Okay. Next question, Mason. This I'm is excited. a lofty one. This one's not coming from someone. This is... This is uh, like everyone... <laughs> In yeah, Instagram no. that, asked that was it. the extent of the questions. So <laughs> here's the next one. All right, Mason. In uh, in almost all common uh, theological zeitgeists, there is the idea that peace is found within the mind of a child. Uh, you know, you have um, like Jesus said, "Be as a child." Uh, Buddhism has a like um, non-attachment uh, naivety ideal to it. Yeah, I, I know this stuff. Of course, yeah. And then Charles Manson <laughs> probably said something similar, as we all know. So. <laughs> My question to you, Mason, is for the listeners out there who are older, uh, what can they do to return themselves to a childlike state and find their inner peace? What, what do you suggest? 
one. Play the Nintendo 64. Thank you. Oh, solid. Solid reference. Go back to the 19... Switch the world around. Go back to the 1980s. Oh. Actually, no. Start the world over again. Okay. Well, no. Just go back to the so, 1980s. So this, this, is your, this is your take on how to be more childlike is to return to the 1980s. Do when, everything from the 1980s. When America was at its infancy, I suppose. That's my only answer. If you guys have any more things no, that you I, that's want solid. me to that's say. That's a great answer, buddy. Tell. That's a great answer. Just return to, back to the 1980s okay. and wait. So and that just is, a tip for, for whenever you return to the past, don't freak out about something that will never happen, to why, or happen so in go the back. 2000s. Y2K. Please don't freak out about it. Oh, excellent. <laughs> that will you ruin guys, your life. Just let the Y2K thing go. It never even happened. Why Mason, you freak out about as it anyway? always, you are topical and timely. Tropical, you mean. For, oh God, of course. <laughs> you're constantly having to correct me on that one. <laughs> so here's another question for you, Mason. Excited. What do you think happens when you die? I think you go to a way better place and there's nothing to worry about whenever you die. It's just your soul letting go of that terrible decaying body and flying up back to your real home. Okay. And basically telling God, hey, I finished school. How you, uh, how you like my looks? So you, you would call yourself uh, someone with a bit of theology, religious tendencies almost. I do believe in God. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, dude. And Jesus. Absolutely. <laughs> you believe in the Jeebers. Don't make fun of Jeebus. <laughs> uh, I almost said me, buddy, Jeebus. If Jesus, Sorry, Jesus. If Jesus is real, he's going to have a better sense of humor than any of us. <laughs> Look at what he made. That, that's How do you true. not laugh? <laughs> well, so so you have a very uh, lofty and idealistic view of death, and I appreciate that. I mean, you've taught me everything I need to know about yeah, death. Um, yeah, you've, I, I've, I've given you the... Uh, I would say you, you've got the pseudo-scientific, broad uh, spiritual aspects from me, which are um, potentially hogwash. And, That's true. And, <laughs> and, and you've in, injected a bit of uh, religion in there, I think. So you're, basically, you're you took me to the religious doctor and made him inject religiousness in me. Well, I think when, when you and I talk about it, I try to stay pretty broad. I don't want to lead you down any religious paths. I want you to make those choices on your own. You mentioned Jesus, so I think uh, you find some comfort in the idea of him. Well, um, uh, where did you learn about him? Was that your buddy, Cisco? Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, he's got a friend named Cisco who is Christian, and so... I think he's an awesome kid, he, and I him, love to hang out Cisco with him. Cisco and his entire family are the most lovely people I know. Same. Um, I so, love going <laughs> over uh, Abby, to Abby, are you house. just stabbing me at this point? <laughs> She's murdering what is, you. You're making dots. Functionally, <laughs> not a lot of difference between the two. From, <laughs> just, from up here, uh, from, from HQ, feeling a lot like stabbing. <laughs> How's it looking? Are you happy with what you've done? Is it pretty? I want you to keep going. Is it something I can show off to the world? Yeah. Yeah, don't. So what's going to happen when this heals, baby, is the cells that hold that ink in. It's um, going to go. As I get older, some of those are going to rupture, and my body is not going to care where it lets that ink wander. So it also. It's basically going to let the children. No, it's like letting a bunch of dogs outside. It's going (laughs) to do that. Oh, my God. That's actually not far off. So imagine that you fill each dog with ink, right? No, blood. What's going on? Why am I being... Oh, you're all done. What? That was the fastest tattoo I've ever gotten. Hooray! Excellent. You happy with it? Yeah? Clean 
Can I see? You look a Hold little shell-shocked. Was, was that kind of an experience for you? Yeah? Were you scared? You want to use the second one? Yep, right there. This is like a collaborative effort. We have a lot of people working on this. Just wipe it off. You already did the part that hurts, so don't worry about that. Just wipe all you want. Get it as clean as you wanted to get it. Uh, Mason, hop. No, you didn't mess it up. You cleaned it off. It's under my skin, baby. If you see areas that are not good anymore, you can get the machine and, and fix them. Is that what you would like to do? It's getting pretty light. It's pretty light, so you're going to have to go back and do those areas again. Mason, get get back in here, man. We we're not done. Right here. Sheesh. We, we got a we got a tip for tat. We got some stuff we got to work out, Mason. One sec. First off, you want you want to go again? You want here? Okay, let me get you back on. Uh, Next. There you go. Okay. Question. Next question. Yes. Um, actually, I don't have any other questions. We we oh, we covered literally on. every topic possible. All right. So here's a question. <laughs> Mason, what do you want to do when you get older? I want to be a demo man. Destroy buildings that aren't wanted. A anymore. demolitions expert. I've always loved destroying stuff, so I would yeah. love to do that. And Dude. if I find any cars that I'm gonna end up like, or that are gonna end up getting hit, uh -huh. with that people aren't using anymore, and they're like really right. old and cool, or just cool in general. Junkers. I will take them to my house, and if they look old, repair. If they still look new. I will use them. Sometimes I will drop them off at your house if I know that you would like them. So this, this I'm is... I'm talking to you. Yeah, maybe. no, well, obviously. Uh, you're, you're actually almost the antithesis of what your great-grandfather was. He was... Seriously? He was an architect. He oh, created yeah. buildings. And he didn't destroy them. No, and so you would, you would be coming along completing that yin and yang of architecture. You're, you know, for every, everyone that builds, they need someone to destroy. And I would be that destroyer. Yeah. I would be using wrecking balls, he's, he's, he's harpoons, the, uh, to rip bricks off. Uh, harpoons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I don't box someone, bonk someone in the head with a brick that gets stuck on my harpoon. I love the idea of harpoon demolition. <laughs> that it's tedious and expensive, <laughs> but it's beautiful to watch. <laughs> just <laughs> dissecting. Just imagine seeing a man using a harpoon gun that to dissect a building brick by brick. He's thorough. So just imagine so, you hear this in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of the harpoon. Yep, the distant pating of a man at work. <laughs> so what is uh the explosion. What kind of schooling do you think you have to take to be a demolitions expert? Demolition college. College. Just general college? <laughs> a certain type of college, maybe demolition college? Well, so, from what I understand, you'll need to take engineering. Oh. That'll allow wait, you... Wait, wait. Why do I need to take engineering? I already know how everything works. Well, I mean, that's true. Like, I mean, if it was up to me, dude, I would just give you the hammer and send you out. But some people, mm -hmm. the ones that are hiring you, are definitely going to want a little bit more uh, education under why your belt. Why don't you start um, a destruction business? Well, in an essence, that's what I do to my clients' bodies. <laughs> Sorry for you clients out there. That <laughs> probably is real painful. I understand you. They I've feedback stabbed is. my I've stabbed myself with a pen at school many times on accident. It hurts. Well, Trust me. Yeah, it's there's no difference. <laughs> they know that too. <laughs> it's sharp. Believe me. Doesn't feel like glass though. I don't know why I'm talking about Yeah. We just oh, went way off track. Yeah, Wait, we did. 
There's no such thing as going off track in a podcast. Not really, but it could be chaos. I don't. I really don't know how this is gonna feed through. It could become a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, you're you're on my ankle bone, which is um, real hurtful. Certainly testing my merit. <laughs> you're a hotel now. <laughs> <laughs> the Marriott Hotel. Welcome to the Tyler Marriott. I don't know if or it's Marriott. the delusion from the pain, but this this feels like it's gonna be auditory chaos. Have I been cussing a lot? No. Okay, I'm trying you to... You haven't even cussed at all. You've been cussing a lot, Mason. Stop. Sorry, you're deeper than you should be. Huh? Oh, we're good. Oh, my God. She's deeper than she should be there. I know I'm only 10, but I want a tattoo right now. First off, there's, there's a lot of uh, factors in this. For one, it's very painful. It's incredibly painful. I, I'm not doubting you or your resolve but I would bet all of my money that you would cry. Also, oh, you always so right. <laughs> <coughs> I jumped on my own spit. <laughs> also, uh, it's, it's technically considered child abuse. What? Yeah. So if, I mean, which I totally agree. It is terrible. You should never, I mean, you're mentally, you're at probably a place where. Mommy, they can't hear you. You're off mic. Well, they can hear you tell her they can't hear her. um also it's um mentally anything that you ask for is going to be something you outgrow within six months i mean think about this Mm -hmm. you think of something that you liked six months ago Mm. you probably don't even like it anymore do you i don't even know yeah exactly and imagine if that was permanently emblazoned upon your skin oh no yeah so that's why it's a no i mean it's a no for a lot of reasons but uh mostly i'm probably more strict on it than anyone because i see people make these mistakes and, uh, you know, I know that most people probably shouldn't be getting tattooed till they're 21. Then I ain't ever getting tattooed. Thank you for the long... You don't think you're making t- it to 21? <laughs> I don't want to be 21. I want to t- stay the age I am now. Oh. Actually, well, I, I agree. You should stay 10 forever. Thank you. I won't stop Someone you. Someone agrees. Okay. So we should probably get Abby back on the, the machine. You ready? Machine. Mahine <laughs> on the Mahine. <laughs> All right. So Abby's gloving back up. We took a little break. Um, I'm probably going Glubs. to be. Gloves. I'm going to be editing this episode for this. If I even air this, who knows? This literally might just be the sound of 15 different people stomping around a studio. Uh, here you go. Got my foot back. Oh, I'm slipping. I'm experiencing the plight Slippery. of all my clients. Okay. So Abby, when you use this machine, remember you kind of hold it in a straight line up. So that way it'll actually allow the ink to. All right. So. Abby's, like, Abby's back. Did uh, you know they're trying to make what? a Five Nights at Freddy's movie? I hear that. They they made a knockoff with um, Nicolas Cage, but we never watched it. It looked like it was a little too adult. Oh, yeah, the Banana Splits movie. <laughs> no, I don't think that's it. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Oh, wait. Uh, I think it was like five. No, I, don't, I don't know what it was called. The, uh, the premise was the same, though. He was inside of a pizza parlor and things. I mean, it was Five Nights at Freddy's functionally, but they stole the, they stole the IP, I think. He was basically William Afton. Yeah, um, but it he is He was the not, purple man. It's not appropriate for your, your age, though. Yeah, sorry. All right, we're, Abby's wrapping up. So um, I'd imagine it looks probably not like what you wanted it to look like, right? Okay. It doesn't look good. I know. There you go. Uh, I, well, that's the stencil. The stencil that, comes off. That comes off. But the tattoo is never going to look good, baby. It's, uh, this is actually a great time for you guys to learn how difficult tattooing really is. Because you 
No, well, baby, you can't just dig in my skin all night. Eventually it starts to scab and fillet open. So you can only go over a certain area of skin too many times, right? So when I have to look at it and whenever it looks, whenever it looks a little hamburgery, like uh, processed meat, that means that it's going to heal very rough. So, I'll, you know, I'll have a couple of scabs here and there and, and, but the tattoo was never going to look perfect. You know, you're, you're a perfectionist. That's because I don't stay on one spot for very long. I can tattoo for hours, but I move around. You're tattooing on one little spot for a long time. And yeah, no, you did, baby, you did excellent. I'm trying, this is actually a great lesson for you. You, you worked on the skin for as long as the skin would let it. And, um, you didn't get what you wanted out of it. But the thing is, tattooing is really, really hard. In fact, what you just did, Abby, on my skin is exactly what I used to do on my first tattoos. They looked kind of rough. They weren't great. You know, are you disappointed? Yeah. Welcome to it. That's tattooing, baby. <laughs> You're gonna... But that, that's tattooing, baby. You're, the look of disappointment you have, I feel that way every night when I go home. So go, go look at yourself in the mirror real quick. Look at your face. It's worth it. You get, you've got the face of a tattooer. You're, you're dour. You're disappointed. I go to bed and I feel the same way you do. I think that sucked and I need to get better. You're always going to feel that way if you want a tattoo. So you need to learn to be empowered by that feeling or just don't do it. So you probably can't hear her, but she's giving the uh, age-old platitude that new tattooers have to deal with. She says, I'm a good drawer. I don't understand why my tattoo doesn't look good. So if, because if, it's hard to hold a tattoo machine. No, it's it's so much more to it, buddy. You have to learn skin depth. You have to learn pacing. You have to stretch the skin. Angle matters. Uh, dilution of the ink matters. Thanks There's, for teaching me everything now. I guess. You should, yeah, you should be good to go. Um, <laughs> and also, totally. you're, you're racing against a clock. So at, we had to stop Abby because she's working on an area for too long. And I can already feel it getting really raw, but it will scab up. And then eventually all the work you did is for nothing. Uh, Actually, I have a way better solution. Oh, we would Abby. love to hear it. <laughs> you should have told Abby when to move away from a spot. Oh no, she she got what she could. There's you know there's only so long you can work on something. She got the areas she passed over them about three four times, and then and then eventually the skin just won't take anything. Uh, with tattooing, it's it's kind of one and done. So what you want to do is you want to try and Abby, get. It still looks good. I think it looks great, but I know you're disappointed, baby. And but I knew you. I knew you both would be. Mason will be disappointed in his. No, I know. I know. I know why she's disappointed, and that's why I'd be disappointed. So you're. Which you're is why I'm not going to be disappointed. Okay, that's good. As long as you don't have expectations for it to look perfect. Basically, when you expect disappointment, you don't get disappointed. Don't ask where that quote hey, came from. Hey, that's excellent advice, man. Don't ask. Don't ask where, where it came from. Well, let's attribute it to you. Okay. That's fair. Um. So, People will find out soon. Abby, I, I'm, the, I'm the client. I'm the customer, right? My opinion is the only one that matters. I think the tattoo is beautiful, and I'm very happy with it. You're never going to be happy, and that's just how tattooing is. You want to do long tattoos? Well, you can. You have to practice. This is what your first one's going to be like. Right now, well, you can't just tattoo my entire leg all night. Mason's got to do it. Baby, the, when you're tattooing skin... There is a certain point at which you have to stop it. You know, you can't just tattoo forever and ever. What happens is you create really big scabs and then those don't heal very good. So we took it right to the edge and you got the tattoo is as good as it's going to get. I don't do that. Um, 
so Abby's done. She's disappointed, uh, which is extremely artistic and expected. It's normal. It's how I feel after every tattoo. Um, so next up is Mason. And as he said, expect it's disappointment normal. and you won't be disappointed. So Mason, what are you doing today? What's your design? I am making an alien popping out of a UFO that's clearly already been tattooed onto him it has it's actually a ufo from a guy i used to work with named jerry and it is a very I remember him yeah it's a very good tattoo so we're not gonna be touching the tattoo we're just going to be yeah. putting something close to it out of respect I'm... for for jerry and um but but you know it's just gonna look how it's gonna look so hopefully i will love it no matter what these these are gonna be tattoos i cherish forever but hopefully you like it too so why don't why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody because they're gonna be popping off bye guys i will see you never again (laughs) we'll see each individual listener never again and then we're gonna (laughs) abby's gonna be next up and we're gonna ask abby some questions i'm about to go tattoo and i'll see you never again all right all right so bye buddy bye yeah it'll be a separate file wait is the video starting it's not a video, baby. It's a... Uh, oh, dang it. It's a podcast. It's a recording. Yes. It's a podcast. I want to get started okay. with yep. asking questions. Okay. So some questions. for So, Ab- Abby, first off, yeah. introduce yourself. Who are you? Abby. What's your full name? Abigail Scott Turnbull and the Turnbull family. Of the Turnbull family. A proud lineage of people I don't bother to research. Um... I'm six years old, and I'm in kindergarten. Kindergarten. And I lost my tooth the day before yesterday. She did. She lost a tooth. Uh-huh. Okay, so Mason's starting now. He has begun. Yep. He's doing... Um, Ask me questions. I will. Well, hang on. I got to say what he's doing, because you did an Among Us character on me, and then you free-handed some flowers, and you wrote your name. And then I cried. And then you cried because you didn't like it. Yes. But that's okay, because that's tattooing, baby. I cry every night when I come home. No, you... No, you don't. Yes, I, I never like the tattoos I do, but I love my clients and I try to I've do my best never, work. I've never seen you cry after you um, come to the house. You, never. I hide it from you. What do so, you mean? I go cry in the closet. <laughs> so you, um, you're, you lost a tooth. Yes. Tell us what happened the night you lost that tooth. Um, well, the tooth fairy came. I got $20, and I literally just got a squishmallow and then a poppet. And my money, actually, was very pink. It was. It had glitter on it. The tooth fairy got glitter on your your uh, on your 20 My $20. Yes. I oh, s- I, didn't, I didn't say what Mason's doing on me. Mason's doing a custom drawing of a guy coming out out of a car being abducted by the UFO that was put on me by a guy I used to work with named Jerry. Um, but... It, yeah, but back to Abby. Forget okay. all that. Back to Abby. Let's okay. talk about Abby. Stop ignoring me. I, I'm sorry. Okay, so continue, baby. What were you saying? Um, I feel like um, I have like a door inside of my closet. The fairy door. Yes, and I feel like that door, the fairy door... Was the door that the tooth fairy came in because it's called a fairy door and the tooth uh, fairy is a fairy. I can't argue that. I think it's true. So Abby has a full-sized door, a closet door in her, I'm sorry, an attic door in her closet. And I'm scared of yes. it. So my, my one, someone got me it. And Some, yeah, someone got her a fairy door, which is about a seven-inch tall ornate door that is now stuck at the bottom of the other door. 
to and, and obviously everybody that's listening knows it is the uh, eternal passageway from fairies from and their world to our world. The fairy just peeks in there and checks if I'm okay. She does. And basically just if I'm not okay and there's a monster or like something bad, then they can just fight it. <laughs> I don't know how, but they can just fight it. Yes, that's that's the intention. So their fairies are violent. Everybody knows that. I've run into about three oh, or four I'm fairies. I'm violent. You are violent. You're the fightingest kid I've ever met in my whole life. Well, they punch you every day. I know. That's no joke, by the way. There is a domestic abuse in my house, and it's a hundred percent from the hands of Abby. <laughs> she, yeah, she laughs, but she is a sadist. <laughs> so I, I'll be having a conversation with someone, and she will butt me like a goat. I will. She does. I headbutt him. You do. Abby, I want to ask you some questions. Okay. First off, who is your favorite father? You only have one. Daddy. Daddy's your favorite father. Yes, okay. I only have one. I'm going to be honest with you, baby. I sweated the, the pause you took there. That that pause was pregnant with triplets. I was worried you were going to say something else. Okay. So, all right, good. Good, we can get past that one. All right, who do you think is my favorite daughter? Me. It's you. That's the only daughter you have. It, well, okay, but if I had 10 others, you'd still be my favorite. I know. Yes. So. Daddy's probably had 10 others before. I. <laughs> 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 Mason. <laughs> Mason is sure that I have had 10 other daughters that we do not know about. Um, Mason, if that's true, we're all about to be a little broke. If we got a bed, a rich man house, and you got rich man glasses. I, I appreciate the. My kids hype me up so much. I have glasses that I bought from iBuyDirect for forty dollars, and they're wire framed, and they insist they're my rich man glasses, and I don't argue. Are you gonna ask me questions? I'm sorry. I'm really bad. I'm a bad uh, host, aren't I? Yes. What kind of questions do you want to be asked? I know I'm softballing this, but you're running for presidency, and I want to make sure I'm in your favor. What kind of questions do you want to hear? Um, oh, do you want to ask me questions? Yeah. I can ask you questions. Let me ask you some questions about questions. Do you want to ask me some questions? <laughs> I want to ask you. Uh, you got to get on the mic. Get back over here. Where are you going to? You're wandering. <laughs> okay. Um, so how how did you, like, how did you start tattooing at one of, like, when did you start to do it? Okay, first off, let me just tell you right now, excellent question. I know. Okay, right away, you nailed that. So, the answer to that question is, I started tattooing when I was 17 years old. I bought a tattoo machine off of eBay, and I proceeded to absolutely maul my best friends and everybody he knew. And I did that until I was probably about 19 years old getting incrementally better, but leaving a trail of bodies behind me. Incrementally. Incrementally. (laughs) Good job. And then I stopped tattooing for a little bit to work in the oil industry as a surveyor. And um, that was not good for daddy's soul. I did not enjoy that job. I needed to create. And then I took it seriously after your brother was born and decided to start a career. So at 24, I began my professional career with about four years under my belt. And for the last 11 years, I've been tattooing nonstop. And it's been what I like to consider an upward movement from there. I've got one thing to say. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm thirsty. Okay, that's not a question. (laughs) 
said I have one thing That's to tr- say. You did. You you claimed that a statement before. Um, we'll go ahead and drink something. Maybe maybe I'll edit the gap out. Who knows? Maybe I'll just let people sip. Uh, um. Are you hydrated? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, but worry. I have one. Um, I got another question. Okay. Yeah. So like, do so do you know how um you and mommy wait? So remember this is the the suspense on this question is intense. Remember the time that you said I I was a baby and I was and I always said I hate that that holly baby. I wait. I think I know what you're asking. You're saying how how you were a really hard baby. No. A holly baby. The holly baby would be your mom. You t- you're talking about how I was. I found you the most difficult child in the world, right? No, I'm trying to say something. So one time you said, "I hate that Holly baby." Whenever and you, and I was wondering, like, how did you and mommy even know each other whenever you were in South School? Okay, that was all over the place. Um, this is a bit like interviewing a drunk person. I'm drunk. Yes, everybody knows you've got a severe drinking problem. Um, so how did me and your mother meet in school? Is that, yes. That's the question? Well, how do you basically... What, what was the holly baby part? Do we, we just let that go? Apparently, I hate a holly baby. Ooh, I hate a holly baby. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to answer the question about us meeting in school because that one feels... Yeah. Uh, less so how psychotic. Did, how did you meet her yes, in school? I met your mother in sixth grade. Okay, so let me tell you something about sixth grade. First off, I was the king, okay? I had every Pokemon card under the sun. I was wheeling and dealing. 9 a.m., the markets opened, and we were out there effing and jeffing, dipping and dapping. They didn't know what was happening. I would sling Charizards, Blastoise. You've never seen it, okay? Pinstripe suit, slick back hair. I was the man. Your mom knew this. She saw me across the room. She went, that man right there, he moves markets. And I did. Okay? You would think 50 bucks for a Blastoise? Not around here. I'd get them up to 60 $70. Pack of gum on top. Okay? That's just the fee for doing business with them. I'm not even listening. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know. I can see your eyes glazing. But I'm giving you the most succinct and truthful answer. Your mother was attracted to the money right away. She saw me with that Pokemon change, and she knew I'm getting milk. I'm getting granola bars. I'm getting Snickers bars. I got her hooked on Dr. Pepper at an early age. It was nasty. <laughs> but since then, we, we, we dated all through sixth grade. Um, we cruised around in my Rari. She, she, I had a Rari. He didn't, guys. I had a Rari. So uh, your mother cruised around. She was basically the... Um, queen. The, she was the queen. She was the abbot to my Costello. And then we broke up in sixth grade because the money got to my head. I was an ego beast. You've never... But then you guys came back apart? So we, I actually dated her again in eighth grade from a distance, but that was when I would say I was on my financial downturn. Things were rough. The Pokemon market had fallen out from under me. I'd made some bad investments, and your father had about $35 to his name. Um, but your mom didn't care, and that's where I really saw the gold in her. She wasn't there for the riches. She stuck it out. So, unfortunately, your, your bampoo, your grandpa, he moved, uh, yeah, she, he moved you, your mom away in eighth grade. And then I didn't see her for many, 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 many years. 
And then we met again as adults. At this point, I had cornered the Bakugan market. And it was like old... I love Bakugan! Oh, yes. And it was like old times again. And honestly, so since then, we've, we've been together. Your mom proved to me that she wasn't about the riches. And I proved to her that um, I would always keep things interesting with a borderline touch of mental illness. I got a burp. Yeah, let it go. On mic? I don't know if the FCC is going to let this one through. <laughs> okay, I don't have to. I felt like it. Is that not what you just did? Or did you just growl at the mic? I growled. I growled. You did. Okay, so uh. you, you have some excellent... You know, you're better at this than me. I, I had very few questions prepared for you. Um, I was just going to sandbag till your brother was done, but... Okay, uh, you can ask me questions if you want, because I want you to. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Do you know... Well, uh, well this, is, this is a question that came from somebody that was polled anonymously before we did this. They All wanted. Right. They wanted... I mean, we already know the answer to this question because of you've just functionally done it, but do you know what I do for a living? Um... Tattoo? Yeah, that was it, man. I had to ask it. It came through the pipeline. I had to throw it at you. Wait, that's all you got? No, I got more. <laughs> you are your tenacious guest. What? Uh, what do? What do you, you want to do for a living? I've never asked you that before. What do you want to do when you grow up? Um. Well, it's between f- um being a ta- a twi- a taekwondo person. A taekwondo person. I believe that's the ac- that's the nomenclature. Or or taekwondo I- lady. Or I'll be a um, singer. Singer. Do you have any type of music you enjoy more? Are you a polka girl? Um, Do you like to oompa? Are you more about that bap, bap, boom, boom? I like rock and roll. Rock and so roll. that's why I actually like um, Jojo, because he has a little bit of rock inside. Jojo's actually considered death metal. She's not. Yeah, death metal. Jojo, you're talking about Jojo Siwa? Queen yeah. of death metal. Yes, yeah, she's... That, well, that pink no, bow? <laughs> I am. Oh, you're the queen of death metal? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you see me punch myself? Yeah, I do. It's worrisome. I try not to think too much on it. I punch myself. I kick you. Yes. I do everything I can to literally be a fighter. You chop me down. You don't want to fight for a living? I want to fight for a living. It pays good money. comes with a few TBIs. Do you know what that is? No. It makes you forget your, your PIN number on your card. <laughs> What the heck do you want me to do that? <laughs> okay, so so you're going to be a fighter, singer, taekwondo lady. One of those, yeah, or where, like two. Where are you going? I noticed you're positioning your legs to leave the chair. Are you done with this? No. Oh, okay, you're free to go when you want. I'm not going to hold you hostage here. Okay, uh, n- next question. Next question. You want another one? Um, okay, here's another one. Were you afraid when Max hurt his leg? Max is our cat. Um... I wasn't afraid. I was. I was. Were you petrified? I was sad. Oh. I was sad for him. You were sad. I was sad too. I was worried. Mason was beside himself. He couldn't I, sleep. He was like an old babushka pacing the house in his in his I shawl. I was kind of worried, and I was also um really sad. Yes, Matt, you were sad. I hear that. I was sad too. But Max is good now for the listeners. Uh, he's back to murdering innocent birds in our backyard. Yeah. <laughs> he just lays in the bushes though a lot. Yeah, Mason. Here's a question for you: Is that a scalpel? He's, he's, he's like up in the, uh, the fatty part of my calf, almost behind my knee. I'm filling in alien eyes. Filling in alien eyes? Sweet. Do it to it, man. Okay, daddy, 
question. No, no, you do do what you got to do, man. I'm not going to stop you. Question. Yeah, another question for Abby. Um, oof, I felt that in my soul. Daddy. Well, is it on a... You, are you going... So you can only tattoo a certain part of flesh. Are you trying to go to a fresh thing? A freshie? A freshie? A new one? Straight out the box? New. Smelling crisp? New. Fine, do it. Get at it, man. Do what you want to do. Just don't... Uh, okay. Just don't tattoo where you tattooed because you see how red the skin is? You can cause scabbing, scarring. Um, where, where do you have a gap? Down there? Underneath? No, go down there because if you get on my shin... Where? Here. Yeah, do there. Because if you get on my shin bone, you're going to have a hard time saturating, and it's that's also a very painful area for me. Daddy, question. <laughs> Greedy question, girl. Uh, question. Yeah, okay. Well, I, you know, we the questions people had for me to ask you were infantile, and I don't think they realize that even though you're six, you're way above that. So let me ask you this, okay? Geopolitically, where are you on this Russia-Ukraine thing? You Are you for Russia? Are you for Ukraine? Um, I don't... I like Russia because my... Hey, let her talk. She might have a point. I know you. you everyone's flabbergasted. A Trust lot, me. She might lot. have a point. My friends actually don't. My um, my fr a lot of my friends inside of my class are. And these are these are the the movers and shakers of of the world. Um, Did you just shush me? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Um, you know what? You're right. Go. Let's um, hear it. I, but one more thing. They they said <laughs> that. In Russia, they don't do wars anymore now. That, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the most Russian thing you could possibly think. Uh, if you were to ask Russia... Hey. No, there's a friend that actually is in Russia, and he said that there's no more war. You did tell me you have a Russian friend. You remember our neighbors were Russian. Matthew. Matthew. Well, our neighbors were Russian, and they suspiciously moved right before the war, war started. They didn't tell us why. They just, they were out of there. But you you know what? Everybody can have their opinion. You're you're currently in favor of Russia because you don't believe they're actually at war, right? Well... Is that what you're saying to me? All my friends just say that they're done with war now, and they stop like recess they just the whistle blew and we're done uh, but it's because they feel like war is not good anymore because it just makes people get hurt and start joining well that we can agree on war is a travesty do you know they, what a, do you know what a travesty they, is they make people get hurt for some reason and i don't know why it's it's the egos of impotent old men that's why you're an old man i know don't call me don't call you don't call me an old man. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's something endearing about the madness of a six-year-old's mind. You know what's even weirder is you're responding with the same level of clarity most of our politicians respond with. Honestly, I would vote for you, Abby. I want to be fitting under through finance fate. You're slipping into uh, it's called a centrist viewpoint right there. Very hard for people to follow. I want to be a president of the United States. And you probably could be. But I'm too annoying. You're not too annoying. You're just the right level of annoying. You're so, yeah, that's fine. That's a good sound bite they can use on Fox. Oof, that's going to clip. <laughs> so, okay, next question. Yeah, next question. How many straws do you think you can fit in that gap in your teeth? Two. That's probably it. <laughs> I'm you know, when I look at it. My gap isn't too big. No. Are you done, dude? Okay, Mason's wrapping the project. No, I still, but I still want to do more questions. I know. You I've, I've had a great time talking oh, to you. I forgot to say my name. 
Oh, sign your name. Glove back up, man. Put your name on it. Got to stamp it. Just write your name. Next question. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mason has to write his name. He didn't sign his, his uh, artwork, so he's got to go do that. Abby wants another question. Uh, <laughs> Abby, I'm going to give you a choice on questions now, okay? Okay. In, in terms of where we're going. Do you want a question about science? Uh, actually, I'll narrow it down. Do you want a question about space? Do you want a question about toys? Or do you want a question about animals? Science. You want a science question? Okay. What do you think about the super collider and uh, its attempt to find the God particle? No one knows about this. Um, Hang on. What did you want? No. It's, it's, uh, you can't use blue because it's a very oily, thick ink, and you're going to have a hard time saturating it, so just stick with the black. Um, That's Daddy. your best bet. Okay. Uh, I think that's very good. You think the Hadron Collider is good? I don't even know what it is, so yeah. I Nobody does. The people who work on it don't know what it is. They show up every day, they clock in, they put on yellow suits, and they stare at computer screens, and they go home, and they high-five. <laughs> Nobody knows, but we spend billions on it. All right, next one. Okay, you want a question about animals? Yes? Okay. Do, do you know what it is that makes a butterfly's wings stiff? What, what does stiff mean? It, what makes them stick out? Um, probably like this big stuff that is, that has to be straight, like veins, and it keeps the butterfly wings up That's like this. That's pretty close. So a butterfly's wings are, are actually, um, filled with fluid and they have a, like a tiny little pump in their body and they pump fluid into their wings. So the little veins you're talking about are just full of fluid that stiffens the wings out like little kites. Hmm. Pretty cool. Next one. Um, what? Toy. I mean, uh, what else is there? Subject toys. You're on toys now. What's your favorite toy you've ever played with? Oof. You had an opinion immediately on the war in Russia and the Hadron Collider, but I've stumped you with toys. You're fat. <laughs> <laughs> I really struck a nerve on this toy question. <laughs> Well, are you all done, buddy? You um, sign your name. You're happy with it. My favorite, okay. my favorite toy is actually a bath one. A bath toy. It's my mermaid. Okay. My Ariel. I play with that when I take baths too. Are you, are you taking a photo? Okay. So Mason has wrapped his project. <laughs> He's done. So this is the time where we have to say goodbye, Abby. I bye, have... bye 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 bye. Yeah, don't machine gun blast my clients with buys. They can't. They don't have the emotional fortitude to handle that. We have to slip. Okay, bye. We, even that's too abrupt. We've got to hit them slowly. So what Ooh. I need you to do, what I need you to do is you tell them, thank you for listening to my podcast. And I have been Abby Turnbull. And please vote for me in 2045. Because um, elections are going to be on odd years then. I wasn't wrong. Um, thank you for listening to my podcast. Get, you got to get on get on the can. Get your mic. Get your face in there. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Abby. Please, please um, vote me in 20... <laughs> I don't know. All right. I'm glad you came on. Uh, Mason, do you want to pop back on and say goodbye one last time? Yes. All right. Yeah, just squeeze in there. Squeeze in there. Let them know. Abby can slip out. Yeah. Switch Switch the... Uh, Bye. Has, has that been cleaned? Okay, cool. With green soap? Cool. All right, Mason, what, what, what's on your mind? What were you thinking? I ask you a question. You want to ask me a question? 
questions. Okay, are we going to do that thing where we just never actually say goodbye to people? We just tease them? No, I'm actually going to ask you let some me, questions. Let me hear these questions. I'm, I'm excited. So, if you were to have a favorite game, then what would be your favorite mechanic in that game? Okay, now I need to know, game-wise, are you talking about video games or, like, emotional manipulation? <laughs> video games, okay. not depression. Uh, no, not depression. <laughs> emotional manipulation. It's, Sp- it's, speaking of depression, please read uh, my dad's book, The oh, Great wait, Depression. Hey, I love you for plugging that. Don't read, don't read that. <laughs> I don't stand by that. That's, that was an endeavor into a, an artistic field that I should not have been participating in. It was a long time ago. It was about three years ago. Um, but moving on from there, what, what, what was the question? Uh, oh, my, my favorite game mechanic in a video game? Mm-hmm. Um, Videos. I think games. when I played the game Portal, I enjoyed the uh, Portal mechanic of actually transporting yourself across the map. That was very cool. That was I a new thing in that game. Agree a hundred percent. Perfect. Um, we need you need to hand me a softball question on the way out of this podcast that makes me look good. Um, Ask me how many people I'd pull from a bull- burning building. No, 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 no. How many people? Okay. Would you pull from a collapsing building? Okay. If you had at least about an hour to pull them out. All right. Are you looking at me? Yeah. All of them. All right, this has been Tyler and Mason Turnbull (laughs) and uh, potentially the last episode of Sessions. Um, No, not the last episode. Well, trust me, this is called Jumping the Shark. The moment you do something novelty like including your children, you're done. So, But it's been a nice outro. Um, I enjoyed having you on here. I love you very much, buddy. Abby, I love you. Listeners, I love you. She knows. So... By the way... We, yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night. This was one of the best. You're tapping pod- the mic. This was one of the best podcast episodes ever. And I was really excited and looking forward to this. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, this- I love you all. And <laughs> this will be an editing yeah. nightmare for me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to enjoy about that. cutting out all of the different burps, farts, and laughs. <laughs> um, but. We'll uh, see you next week. I think next week I'll be in Vegas with your Uncle Brindle, so that's going to be a wild episode. Yes. Uh, he's not talking about y'all. No, what? No, I'm talking about, Yeah, their Uncle Brindle. <laughs> they, can, they can piece that together, I'm certain. Uh, okay. All right. Well, bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Have a great night. Good night. Woohoo. Right. You guys did amazing. Thank you for being on that. Hello. <laughs> Hello.